Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Hey. All right. Welcome, folks. Thank you for joining us. This is what we do. We are here to help the leaders. We are Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT, and we're here to help great leaders become even greater, emerging leaders to emerge greater and people that just would love to become a leader but don't have much of a clue about how to do that. That's what it is we do here. I'm here with my partner. It's Rich Barron. I'm Michael Hello. Bailey. And we are glad to be here. We're glad to have you here. So thanks for joining us. What we're talking about today is something, you know, Rich, we have talked about this in a number of other kind of roundabout ways. We've talked about it in terms of um, 50% of leaders after they're moved into a uh, an executive position, higher level position, uh, 50% after three years are gone. They have failed. They've been yes. fired. That's, that's what the statistics show us. We've got also incredible numbers that show that people really aren't being prepared for executive right. positions. They really don't know what to do. And there's this huge difference between knowing your job and now knowing how to lead people in that job or similar jobs or that team that does that kind of they're, they're not the same. They're, it's like, well, do you know how to speak uh, speak uh, Spanish? That Yes, you do? Okay, that's great. Okay, so we're going to put you over there in charge of the French department. Right, that happens. <laughs> oh, darn, you know, no sense at all. You know, it's, that's not going to work at all. So one of these areas that happens when you are not prepared, trained, and really even coached, seriously, yeah. coached as a leader, is you're going to have these things happen to you that are just unexpected. And because you you don't have that mindset of this leader and watching what's going on, uh, not only in terms of the production of what it is that you have to do, which has got a big emphasis, the data that comes out there. Also, your teams, how to make your team, bring them together, how to get them to work. Also, the culture itself. We might say that these are th kind of three areas, production, team, teamwork, and then culture. Uh, if you're not used to dealing with those kinds of things, you can be hit with a lot of un unexpected things that you just didn't know about. Absolutely. And so we're going to talk about two things. Uh, let's Before we do, though, let's talk a little bit about the comfort zone. You wanted to talk about the comfort zone. Talk to us about comfort zone and how that can get us into a trap where we're not seeing things coming our way when they are coming. Yeah. We've seen things. We, we've actually seen things and talked about this quite a bit where people who work in this comfort zone everything's going great and uh, you know 
manufacturing's hitting on all cylinders. Um, you know, employee retention is really good. Uh, customer base is great. Retention's great in, in, the, in the customer base. And you're not prepared for an inevitable change. It, obvious, it will be coming your way. What that is, it, it, it may, you may not know, but something will inevitably happen. Change happens. That's what that comfort zone is. If you're not prepared to be able to make that quick decision, to pivot and change, to, to pivot and, and help your organization change, or even personally change, you're going to be stuck in an area that you may not be able to get yourself out of, or it's going to take a great deal of time, and you're going to lose a lot of confidence maybe in the people who work for you, or the organization is going to lose confidence in you. That comfort zone is a career killer. It truly is. And it's, it's an area that, that uh, we have talked to a lot of people, Michael, we both have worked with a lot of people on, on the job market end. We've worked with as job coaches, you know, helping people find jobs. And we see this. We see a lot of the people that we work with come out of a bad situation with a good plan and they land on their feet and they're quickly on their way again. Yeah. We also see those people that come out of these situations that we're in their comfort zone feeling, you know, I've been there 25 years, you know, what happened? You know, I'm out. I don't have a plan. I don't have a plan for myself. They're very bitter. They're angry. Uh, it's everybody else's fault, but theirs. And they struggle. They don't land on their feet well. And, and they're hurt. They're sad. They're yeah. confused. It's, uh, it, yeah. And it's indicative. There's, I mean, we talk about this a lot. I don't know how many times we said 75% of all organizations out there absolutely fail because they cannot pivot. They cannot change. They cannot manage change leadership. And the same thing goes for the individual. We see individuals fail all the time because they cannot manage change leadership for themselves. And that's, that's, it's crucial. It's huge because uh, with that change leadership, the ability to pivot, a lot of it has to do with agility. And a lot of people don't necessarily understand agility. They just think, well, okay, well, there's different parts, there's different kinds of agility. There's mental agility, there's behavioral agility, there is uh, emotional agility, that ability to shift, you know, your mind, if it's an attitude thing that you got to do, or behavioral change you got to do, or an agility to be able to focus on this is the new thing that we've got to do. This is what we've got to get done. And uh, and so those are all skills. Some people have those skills come kind of come to them easily, but all of them to be able to to do that, any one of those three or combination of those three at any point in time, really takes some practice. Takes some coaching to how do you do that? How do you actually work? How can I help you as a coach make those kind of changes and get those synapses firing in new ways so that you can actually be agile. And so that you can pivot according to the particular need, situation, problem, whatever it may be. And so it's it's no small thing. It's 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 kind of like people talk about it in kind of a light way, but I mean that's like saying, um, play football. Yeah, I play football. I play touch football every other weekend with you know some of my friends. It's a great thing. So you think you you could like throw a ninety you know yard pass in a in a pro game? And probably. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, you can't do that, man. Yeah. 
it's a little bit different when you're doing it in the, the park than you're doing it in the stadium. In the stadium, so, yeah, under pressure. Yeah, but people don't realize that. They just they think, oh, I can just kind of do that. So one of the things that happen when they're when you're stuck in that comfort zone is you kind of go in a little bit on snooze control, you know, snooze control, just kind of I'm, everything's fine, everything's yep. good. Da, da, da. Um, and and you're just not paying attention. You're just not watching. And um, you kind of take things for granted. You think everything's going to, as you're saying, things do change. And we just think yep. that they're not going to change, but they do change, right? So one of those things is this. There's like the unexpected things that hit you. We're going to talk about like the unexpected things that you kind of expected, but you really weren't sure. And maybe you thought they'd just kind of go away. And then those things that came out of left field and you did not expect at all. And it just knocked you in the head with it like a two yep. by four. Yep. What's the difference between those two about, I kind of expected it, but I was kind of hoping that it'd be different or, nah, 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 nah. but I really wasn't being what proactive about it. Right. I don't think there's any difference. Okay. I don't, I don't think there's any difference because there are things that are going to blindside us and there are things that we're going to be maybe anticipating or, you know, have that little spidey sense about, if you will, that something might be on its way. But there really is no difference because if you don't have a backup plan, if you don't have where know where you're going to go in every situation, then that that, that that the outcome is the same, whether you maybe anticipated it or a blindsided you. You know, one of the things that I learned early in my career, uh, Michael, is uh, from a great leader that I worked with, um, that if it's not broken, break it and learn how to fix it. You know, we've always heard this, this adage, if it's not broken, don't worry about it, don't fix it, you know, let, let it run. But, the, you know, that's not, you don't have to go out and literally break something. But you've got to have that backup plan. You've got to have that understanding where to go to. If, you, if, if it's not broken, break it. Learn how to fix it. Learn how to look at all these situations you may be in. And this doesn't go just for the organization. This goes for you personally. Personally, are you prepared? Are, and we've seen this, Michael. I'll tell you, uh, just from the job aspect, and I'm going to I'm going to jump to a little bit different um, example here. But from the job search aspect versus what it might have been 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, to what it is now, the way you know uh, resumes are looked at, the way people interview, the way people network, is different than it was 15, 20 years ago. And if you haven't been, if you've been on one side of the table for those 20 years and suddenly find yourself on another side of the table, and this is just a, an example, and you're not prepared, you have not been networking, you have not been uh, practicing those, those, those skills that you need, those interview skills, then you're going to be stuck. And the same thing goes for a, a, a work. You know, what's going to happen if, with a certain customer if, if this happens? Well, that may not happen ever, but if it does and you're not prepared for a certain situation to work with that uh, a customer, you know, you're going to, you know, that um, that customer attention may be hurt. Yeah. That lack of paying attention, that yeah. lack of awareness. I do think I, I, I see it a little bit differently. And, and the s solutions do kind of come down to what you're talking about, that there are those things we're just neglecting. Yeah. That is, we're just not paying attention to, we're aware that they're there, but we're not really taking ownership of the issues, the problems, or whatever they may be, and then doing something about it. And I think that 
if you're not doing those things, being more proactive, you know, just owning the problem, I got to take care of this problem, then start doing something about it. Um, then those other things that you just aren't seeing, they do come out of left field and they do hit you in the head. Yeah. Whereas if you were paying attention and you were more on top of your game, those other things that you would miss, right? Because you weren't paying attention, those things now become more evident just because you're showing up, just because you're seeing it more, because you're more involved. And in it's the kind of thing where uh, you've got some great talent and uh, maybe you're not showing up as the CEO or the particular director or uh, you know, C-level people that you're supposed to be, you're not, you're not showing up. And out of nowhere, that uh, talented person says, pat it, I'm done, I'm leaving. And you're going, what happened? I thought you liked it here. You know, I've talked to you about some issues. I talked about this and you just kind of blew it off. And and so, yeah, you're going, yeah, well, I was going to get to it. I was going to get to it. I meant to talk to you about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you missed seeing the real dissatisfaction, the real frustration that they were experiencing, that they really were genuinely disgruntled. You were just missing that altogether. And because you weren't paying attention to the, the clues and the signs that were giving you, you weren't seeing the deeper problem. So when they just said, here's my resignation, I already got another job. You're just blown away. That's right. the kind of stuff we're talking about, leaders. Right. The ability to really pay attention, to be proactive about it, and then to, to as, as Rich is talking about here, have a plan B. In fact, have a plan A. Yeah. <laughs> have a plan. Because yeah. <laughs> those people that are caught off guard, they didn't even have a plan A, let alone a plan B. Yeah. And that's why it fell, fell on them so hard. And uh, they were just really discombobulated about the whole thing. So um, so what can they do? What, let's come up with some things that they can actually do here to be more engaged so that they lessen significantly those unexpected things happening to them and I think, not get caught with the drawers down, you might say. I think the first thing to really realize is change is inevitable. It's going to happen. Doesn't matter. It's not a matter of if, it's when. And that when may not be a while. But I think the first thing is is to understand. Yes, it's going to happen. It's going to happen to me. It's going to happen to the organization. It's going to happen to the people around me. It's going to happen, and it's going to impact not only me, but it's going to impact others. So I think that's the first thing is to really understand. Yes, there's going to be change. Yes, and that change may not be easy, but how will I act during that time? We're seeing that change going on with the, with this great recoil. Yes, yes. And now, so there's a change happening that you probably don't want to be, you know, let the, that that recoil take, you know, get ahead of you. Absolutely. Right? That's that's yep. a whole other deal about. You know, if there's is there change going on? Well, then if there is change going on, you want to be ahead of it. You want to be part of that whole process of leading it with your teams yeah. and your organization. Uh, but if there's another kind that's happening that's going to take the company or the organization in the wrong direction, boy, oh boy, oh boy, you better be paying attention because all of a sudden things could start flipping in a whole other direction yep. that you never expected and you know right. is not going to be good for the organization. And it's not going to be good for the employees overall. So there's that sense of, of being in it and paying attention and really, really listening, really talking listening to you, people, pay, listening to the people. I, I think you hit something on the head there, Michael, is paying attention. 
paying attention to all these things that are going on around us, you know, the great, the recoil, the, the, the resignation, the, you know, the employee retention, inflation, all these things that are impacting what businesses do now. I think it's a very important to stay in touch with how the, how the business is reacting or how, you know, customers are reacting or how your people are reacting. It's, it's, it's important not just to listen to, but, but pay close attention, like you said, to everything around you, because those are, those can in, dictate how you'll be able to, to, to react to a certain situation and reaction really is the wrong word you need to act ahead of time you need to be ahead of the game yeah so certainly things like watching the data being aware of the data knowing what the data means knowing where the data is trending knowing areas in the data uh that show weaknesses that shows susceptibility of being yeah. uh being beaten out by the competition or just not, not staying up to speed with your own company there's yeah. that there's also the people aspect of it you know, paying yeah. attention to your people, listening to them, working with them, talking to them, yeah. seeing what's going on. And so just like, you know, digging deeper into data is a real skill to understand what is going on. And if there are trends or aberrations, that ability to do that. And so it has the ability to, to, to ask better questions, deeper questions. Yes. You know, to the people that really would know these things when your meetings that you've got going on that ability to do that and then on the other side the ability to ask difficult questions of the people that you're working with somebody says well everything's just fine okay great tell me about what fine is yeah tell me what what fine is and, and literally pay attention and listen is it really fine are they just blowing smoke or they just don't want to get into it or whatever it is that ability to really pay attention to your people and then bring those two the data and the people and the conversation together to take a look at well we've got this particular issue joe says it's going great the data says it's not going so great sally over there she's got some ideas about what's happening here let's start laying this out on the table to see what we can actually put together and what we're going to do about it right that kind of ability and i would add one other thing the ability to pay attention to yourself and how you're doing in your engagement in your commitment and the stress levels that you're going through as a leader you know, those those things are really important because if you're getting too much stress going on, if you're getting too much behind, that everything that's going on here will then be affected by your ability to, to see and engage out there with the data and the people, just because you're not taking care of you or you're not managing yourself well. So let's talk about that and we'll wrap this up here. What we do is executive leadership development. Yes. If you're struggling out there, what is it exactly that there's somebody out there saying, gosh, there's a lot of me. I can say a little bit of that. They're doing that kind of stuff. What is it that we want to tell them that, okay, you don't have to stay stuck there. You don't have to be in this place where you just don't know what to do. And so here comes the unexpected thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll just, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe if we ignore it, it'll go away. <laughs> type thing, you know, that squeak in the wheel. Well, if ignored, it's not, it's going to eventually go away. Well, Eventually, the wheel might fall off, but yeah. we'll see. But I think the most important thing is, is to get some help. Talk to somebody. Find out what and sit down and have a serious conversation about the situation and how we can, how you can improve, what kind of skills you need to improve on. And we can help you do that. 
we can help you do that. And the, the whole thing is, is prescription before diagnosis is malpractice. So let's sit down. Let's, let's, let's look into what the problem is, what skills you're strong at, where your gaps are, and let us help you strengthen those areas. That really is what it comes down to. You know, you might be super strong in some areas, the communication, but the reaction, uh, you know, some of the things that you need to do to react, some of those, those inners, uh, those outer core skill set that come from the inner core, we can help you develop. I like that. And, and, and I, a lot of leaders have this belief that they really should be able to take care of it themselves. Yes. A lot of them really do. They really, I, I should be able to take care of this myself. I, I, I just don't know. I don't think I need to hire somebody. I don't think I need to work with anybody. And then all the reasons and all the fears that go yeah. along with that. But here's the facts. Let's be, let's be serious about this is that I don't care how great a condition you are in physically uh, when your appendix blows, you're not going to operate on yourself. When your gallbladder starts acting up, you're not going to be able to take care of it yourself. If all of a sudden you start having some heart things going on, you, I don't care how strong and fit and all that stuff you are, you're not going to be able to take care of that heart condition on your own. It's not going to happen. You're going to need experts coming in from the outside to really deal with it because that's what they do. That's what they know and help you. The fact is, if you already knew how to deal with it, you wouldn't be in this problem. You're correct. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's, but because you are, it goes back to the unexpected. I didn't expect to be here when I got hired into this position or promoted, but I hear it is them, but I should be smart enough to figure it out. Well, no, then you never would have been there. That's the fact. So get us a call. Let's All see right. Yeah. No need to suffer. End the suffering. Let's make it better. That's right. And executive leaders act ilec.com go to our website and actually let me i want to share something uh, michael okay. on the screen here and it is about uh i'm going to show you if you can see this i'm going to go down to we have an assessment on our website and it's called the ilea assessment what it does is if you go there and you take this, this, uh, this assessment and it's 20 quick questions, it's going to come back with a, a fairly quick answer on how you feel your leadership is. This is just a beginning. This is just a small, quick questionnaire and that we can sit down and talk about and get you on the right path. And so here's the thing. I'll put the, I'll, I'll put this up on our podcast, but the, it's a, uh, um, if you can see uh, the address here, but I'll actually put this on our podcast on our website so people can get to this. And if you go to our website and you go to the about tab and meet the coaches and it's under Rich Barron, about Rich Barron, and it's in the bottom uh, under assessments. So take the assessment. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you're curious, if you, if one of the things that, you know, really great leaders are is they're curious. Yeah. They just are curious. They want to know things. If you're not even curious enough to want to know and find out what that thing is, whatever that might be, yeah. maybe you ought to start getting a little more curious about what's happening here. That because that's the whole problem. Yeah. It's not paying attention because why? I'm not curious. I didn't right. see it coming. Why? Because I wasn't curious. I just wasn't watching, pay attention, and being engaged because I wasn't curious. Right. I was taking it for granted. That's not things. All right. Who are we shouting out to today? 
you know, there's some people that are in, uh, in, oh gosh, I was just thinking about that and it slipped my mind. Let's a shout out to people who are in Alabama. I think I've done that before. Folks in Alabama, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for being part of what it is we do here. And uh, we invite you to get a hold of us if it's something that you're looking to just take it up to the next level. Outstanding. All righty, folks. Once again, we come to the end of another uh, great conversation. And hopefully you're going to gain some out of this and give us a call. Let's let's talk. Let's, uh, you know, let's answer some questions. Let's have a good conversation. And we wish you all the best. We thank you for your support. And once again, take care of each other and be safe. We'll see you next time. All the best to you, folks. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbaronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.